Listener Production. How many places around Sydney do you know of where you can get a delicious bowl of ramen and a motorcycle tune-up at the same time? I'm willing to bet it's at the most one, and that one is Adrian Sheetha's Rising Sun Workshop. The Newtown Institution hosts a communal motorcycle workshop and a restaurant. It was started by a crowdfunding campaign and truly gives the local community more than just a menu. Adrian, welcome to the podcast. Gary, thanks for having me. So tell us about um, the Rising Sun Workshop and how it all started because apparently it was crowdfunded, is that right? Yeah, so Rising Sun Workshop started in our garage. So basically we'd be wrenching in our garage and my brother-in-law has a worked for a coffee roaster. He'd put a coffee machine down in there and our friends would come around and we'd all hang out and wrench on bikes and dream about building amazing cafe races. And <laughs> I grew up having access to a space like that in the bush, but I didn't have it in the city. So when I moved here and I started riding motorcycles and getting into the scene, I was originally cars. I really longed for that space again. So we kicked around a few ideas of how we'd start a space like this. And we wanted to sort of bring our passions together, which was food, hospitality, coffee, and motorcycles, but we didn't have the money. So crowdfunding was a a thing that was really taking off at the time. And we thought we'd give that a go. So we went in the deep end. We ran a crowdfunding campaign for 90 days, raised $40,000 and built a community around it. And then the rest is history. So how does that work? I mean, is it like having multiple business partners or does it mean, you know, what are your responsibilities to that that crowdfund? Yeah. So you don't get equity as a crowdfunder. What you get is either early access or rewards or discounts or benefits but we also engraved every single name of every single person who supported the crowdfunding initiative and their name is on a wrench as you walk up the ramp into the venue. So oh, you'll see this fantastic. great wall of wrenches <laughs> and they're all pledges. So all their names are there immortalised. I love that. For as long as we're in that building, yeah. Whose idea was that? That's a, that's a kind of keeper, that one, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think it was just something we kicked around between, between all of us. You know, there's a group of us who are behind Rising Sun and we um, – because that was a question, you know, why would people give us money to start a business? It sounds crazy, right? When they don't have any ownership or or whatnot. But people really saw the need for the space and they wanted to get behind it. And yeah, it worked. And Newtown's got a, a unique feel, hasn't it? For anybody else living elsewhere in Australia other than Sydney, you know, what, what does that mean to you? Newtown, to, to me personally, is really about acceptance and about being who you are and not being challenged no matter how how you want to express yourself. It's really accepting and it's perfect for Rising Sun Workshop. You know, we really, like we are the only place in Australia where you can come and work on your bike and when you're finished, walk upstairs and have a hatted dinner, right? So, and you can smell the oil and you can hear grinders and hammers. And so it really doesn't make sense when you have an expectation of what that experience should be like, but in Newtown it works. And so when it comes to people working on motorbikes, we haven't committed to a particular style. We're agnostic. So you can ride a scooter, a Harley, a chopper, (laughs) an enduro, you know, a $200 piece of crap or a $50,000 Ducati. It does not matter. We'll accept you into the space as long as it makes you happy. Yeah. I love that. I've never heard the term wrenching. I'm obviously not that cool. And I'm actually, I would be rubbish at wrenching. Like I, I need to take my bike in for a service 
and someone does that for me. And my dad tried very hard. But yeah, no, you'd have to show me everything. I'd be terrible. Well, that's what we do as well. So we have a lot of people who come in that are absolutely nothing, but they're they're intrigued, they're um, moto curious, as we call them, and we teach them everything from the basics, you know. So lefty loosey, righty tidy, and yeah, and we we kind of encourage people that you can do more than you think you can, but you can't do everything, and and the only way you find your limits is through the act of trying. So yeah, and have a go. Exactly. So Adrian, curious to know, does anybody ever walk into the the premises or the shop and, and go, what the, what is going on here? All the time. And it's, it's something to behold. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, there's two different types. There's the ones who have heard about us and they've tried to make up in their minds what that means. And then they come in and you see them sort of capitulate for a bit. They're like motorbikes, kitchen, motorbikes, kitchen, motorbikes, kitchen. And then they see activity and then they go, oh, this makes total sense. And there's the other ones who come in and they have no idea, they haven't heard about us, they've just wandered down the back street in Newtown and seen motorbikes out the front, walk in, and they go, oh, you know, do you guys service bikes? And then they look up and then they see people in a restaurant eating, drinking coffee, having beers, and then they do the same capitulation. And they go, motorbikes, restaurant, motorbikes, restaurant, motorbikes, restaurant. <laughs> oh, this makes total sense. I've found heaven, you know. It's this, it's this really interesting thing that yeah. you can't really understand it until you experience it. When I tell people it, there are no walls. Yeah. You can smell it. You can see it. You can hear it. People are like, but how, how does that work? It's like, we don't know, but it does. <laughs> Love it. And and how do you tap into, I mean, we'll talk about a restaurant in a minute because obviously I've looked at the Instagram, geez, the food looks great and totally unexpected for someone who's never been, you know, to, to your place. But um, how do you tap into, you know, the, the local neighbourhood on a, you know, how do you give back or how do you encourage people to, to kind of tap into you and, and be part of it? Yeah, so we do that through... I guess the experience of the space, we're really open around our like our wine selection. So we, ho- we host wine dinners and we get the makers to come in and they meet the community. Same with coffee roasters, same on the motorcycle scene. And then we also um, contribute to the community through an initiative run by the Newtown Neighbourhood Centre who support locally disadvantaged and housing challenged individuals. And so we have a, a space where you can donate at the front counter and we also participate in a group called the, the Newtown Locals where a whole group of hospitality businesses come together either once or throughout the year and it's evolved over the last sort of six years to raise funds and all proceeds go to the Newtown Neighbourhood Centre to to really support an important cause in the community. Yeah, sounds like a, a great idea. And if anybody wants to kind of tap into that, I suppose you can, you know, look your place up and exactly and see what they can do. Um, how did you go through lockdown and COVID? Uh, lockdown and COVID was challenging for us, uh, like everyone else. I think the first lockdown, so in Sydney, we've been through two. The first lockdown, mm. uh, was, was interesting. So we actively made a decision at the beginning of starting our business, not to do takeaway. Our tr- food doesn't travel very well. We have a beautiful, large, very large venue um, for the inner West and we want people to come and experience it. So we never really offered takeaway apart from coffees. So when lockdown came, we had to do something. But because we hadn't signed up to any of the delivery services, everyone was trying to get on and we couldn't. So we put our heads together and started our own delivery service because everyone who worked for us had motorbikes. <laughs> um, and we threw caution to the wind and there are, there are considerations that we acknowledged but we chose not to do anything about and we just started delivering ourselves. And so that was a really good story and we've been working with our community since the idea started. So everyone really rallied behind us and we became a local grocer and we sold toilet paper and wine and butter and flour and we, we did it all really. And, and so the community really supported us obviously through lockdown one, then 
we got back into it. Everything was great. Lockdown 2 came and it was a different beast. Fortunately, we'd been developing a take-home ramen pack that we want to try and distribute wider than just Newtown and we're in the process of doing that. So we used Lockdown 2 as an opportunity to really just focus on that product and that went really well. So we've been... We're in quite a few um, locations around Sydney and we're working on going wider. Sounds right. And actually, we we interviewed Mike Benny the other day and he said that he was actually doing your ramen packs through P&V. Exactly. Yep. They were great supporters. How, how fantastic is that? But you do so much more than ramen, right? Some really kind of fresh, delicious. So it's a proper restaurant. Yeah. So our all-day menu, it evolves and rotates, but it's stable. And our dinner menu is is seasonal. It's focused on locally sourced and ethically sourced products. My business partner, Nick Smith, and he's the he's the brains behind our, our menu. And Nick, please forgive me, but Nick's idea <laughs> is is really to look at what the the modern Australian pantry contains. Yeah. You know, so it is it is Pan Asian, it is Japanese inspired, but it's it's really looking at that that what it is to be Australian and we're so multicultural and diverse and we've got, you know, we've got such a rich range of ingredients in our pantries that this really leans into what do we have locally? How do we look at these processes? It's really building out on that. Yeah. Beautiful. So what is the immediate and maybe the little in a short context, what does the immediate future hold and what are you looking like in 2022 and going forward? Yeah, well, we're just reopened, getting back into the swing of things and welcoming our community back into the venue, both to dine and to wrench. We're starting to get our events back up and running now that restrictions are being eased. So we've got our first wine event coming up and that's sold out. And it's really just continuing continuing to do what we are passionate about, really focusing on on the wines, focusing on the fantastic ingredients that are available to us and trying to go hopefully national with our take-home ramen packs. Hopefully you can get that down in Melbourne sooner rather than later. It sounds like a delicious year ahead as far mm. as I'm concerned and I'm going to try and pop in when I'm up next because it Please sounds do. fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Well, best of luck to you and, and the whole team and thanks for jumping on the podcast. No worries. Thanks, Gary. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Adrian. Listener.